I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Give it to me. Hey, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where every day our extended family of passionate thing spotters provide our listeners with genuinely friendly expert service and quality craftsmanship. They are the heart and soul of everything we do. Thanks for joining us. I've realized that now that Rich writes us an intro based on a company's mission statement, I have become an expert in how good a company's mission statement is by whether it applies to our show. And that one did. I was like, that one that's actually, pretty good. Like really genuinely did. Now I will say, however, it is also so generic that it could literally be the mission statement of almost any company. True. That True. involves yeah. customers or making anything. So High on sensitivity, not on specificity. <laughs> not on specificity, exactly. And that is, and I, if I gave you a hundred guesses, I still think that most of you would not know that this is the about page for the Bass Pro Shop. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Some of you may, however, uh, have nailed it because you're Bass Pro Shop fans. Because you're just that big of a fan. One way or another. The Bass Pro Shop. Uh, well, welcome to the things, folks. Uh, but if you're wearing color, you're left out because gray, according to Hugh Data, is the most common color in the automotive industry, in branding logos, and the second most popular in fashion shows after black. Wow. We are living in the era of gray. You may have seen sub thing, the meme going around of like the world has gotten less colorful. I well, did see that. The world has not gotten less colorful. That is not a peer reviewed study. It's a <laughs> small sample size. Uh, in fact, this Fast Company article uh, that that I found talks about the fact that there are actually brighter colors and more colors available now, but gray has risen in popularity, according to this article, partly because risk-averse companies narrow the color palette on the assembly line uh, because, you know, what doesn't offend anyone? A gray. <laughs> they, they're, they're, nobody goes like oh green that's i don't like green oh blue gray always sells and and we are so obsessed with resale that risk averse consumers right. are like oh gray that's a safe choice i won't offend anyone i'll be able to resell that car that house that whatever that is so fascinating and this article is so interesting because it's like yeah in the 1800s most objects were made of wood everything was brown then came plastic and i that I suppose is when we got the green you know cabinets and things and fridges today aluminum is king so presumably some of this is springing from the kind of like stainless steel yeah. extravaganza because it's cheap to not it's make cheap. something a color <laughs> right it's pigmentless yeah <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so fascinating. There are 200 separate shades of gray just from Benjamin Moore. Yeah. So we have way more colors than ever before. And yet most often we're, we're choosing straight gray. up gray. I mean, I do like, I'm not going to lie. I get it. Mm -hmm. There's a I metaphor in it. there. 
spoiled by choice, you just abandon all choice. You just literally go gray. I've actually been very into this family of colors that, and I'm embarrassed to say this, and yet here I go, uh, are referred to as grayish. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Like a slightly browner gray. Mm-hmm. A grayish. I'm into it. I'm here yeah. for it. Let's go. It's a g- great era. <laughs> uh, uh, distracting you from that, this Fast Company article introduced me for the first time to the purple craze of the late 1880s when the first synthetic dye that could stick to fabric uh, fueled everybody wanting to buy purple because up till then you had to be royalty to afford it. Oh, that is fantastic. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, um, yeah, you know what? We should we should give a little uh, uh, credit to Elisaveta M. Brandon, who wrote that Fast Company article. Good job. We really should, because it's a really good piece. And I love how it's just so interesting and has so many interesting things in it about various colors, like the 200 shades of gray. Did you know Pantone has 15,000 colors 15, available? 15,000. 15,000. Wrap your head around that, people. Uh, you can't. It's too big. And everyone's like, I just like gray. Just I'm just into that. I just or like gray, you know, if I'm feeling adventurous. Yep. Um, <laughs> at least one person on this podcast is going to have a jaw drop moment when I say <laughs> that, hey, you know, it's kind of a thing right now is Korean food. No, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> the good news is you are so far ahead of the game here no actually this is good and 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 i've kind of seen it coming as things got easier to get (laughs) i think that's partly what happens but i remember years ago and i'm actually looking this up i remember years ago um reading an article that was basically like no one likes korean food it's just the food that is like among the most hated wow into it yeah because of kimchi i guess so and because kimchi's an acquired taste i i understand that some people like fermented cabbage doesn't maybe immediately. yeah and maybe they you know they didn't like the like the goat or something i'm not really sure i mean it's got a i guess the flavor profile is on the, the sour side mm-hmm. and so maybe previously but I, I don't personally i think it has that like kimchi has that amazing savoriness underneath yeah it that makes that's it so I, delicious I mean, it's so good I, I shout out to eric kim who wrote this yahoo uh, story about the rise of Korean food, starting mm-hmm. the paragraph with Daebak and giving you a pronunciation guide. Daebak yes. is kind of means awesome, but it's like a slang word in Korean that you just mean to say something's great. Uh, yep. And then uh, going right into the Dwenjang Jjigae uh, stew as a recommendation, because it's one of my favorites. And, and I, I think and it's not th- widely available. It's really not, but I think that might be the first. So what happened is that I have been, and I would just like to point out that this article was written the front in the independent and republished by Yahoo August 15th. Because mm. what I have noticed is that Buzzfeed tasty had a, a little video recipe for that stew. I have been seeing a ton of different variations on the seaweed um breakfast thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seaweed seaweed rice eggs and seaweed it's just like literally like some dried seaweed and eggs and white rice which mm-hmm, yum mm-hmm. um and then the new york times and then so i'd been seeing that a lot and i was like okay buzzfeed tasty is really into korean food right now i get it and then the new york times had one too the new york times cooking instagram and i was like i i think that 
Korean food might be like the next frontier. I somehow think you're right. And then this freaking article showed up five days ago. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And it even refers, I think, oh yeah, steamed white rice and fried eggs with a toasted drop of sesame oil. Yeah. Yum. And, and then a little bit of seaweed. I mean, this is going to sound like I'm being like that, but we did this last year, I think. And the reason I bring it up, not so much to point out that we did it last year. So I guess I shouldn't have mentioned when, but <laughs> it's so easy yeah. and it's really good. Like no yep. wonder it catches on. Totally. And it just is. And I think it is, I, 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 I like have a million theories about why this is. And it's probably because like every other food has been done. And Korean food has been sort of like off to the side. It was like, if you're really adventurous, maybe you'll like it. But also I do wonder if it's related to the millennials being more into the sour flavor Mm -hmm, profiles. mm -hmm. There's a confluence because it's all of those things plus Mm -hmm. TikTok where like a simple recipe really catches on. People are like, oh, that looks good. And all I have to do is those four steps, put in the rice, put in the seaweed, put in the sesame oil, put on the egg, done. Looks great. Um, also, just Hallyu in general, the Korean wave, uh, right, propelled exactly. by Squid Game and Parasite, et cetera. Yep. You know, and the, and if you're into BTS, interested. you're like, I yep. want to eat like that. Yeah. I mean, I think there is just this sort of like uh, greater aware. I was about to say normalization, but that's not right. But it's just sort of a great, it's a greater creeping of Korean influence into American culture. And everybody's like, okay, I guess food is also a part of that. What's the stew that has the American cheese on top? That's the first one I saw. Oh, um, um, gosh, it's the military stew. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the military stew where it was like during the Korean War, people would just make whatever. And it would be like some kimchi and some of this and some veggies. And yeah. like then there would be like a hot dog and like some American cheese. Buddha jjigae. Buddha jjigae. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I want to make that. Uh, yeah. It's And it, it's fun to make because you just yeah. find yourself like just throwing stuff in. <laughs> I mean. What a delight. So I'm thrilled by it and I'm super excited to start making all these foods because I love Korean food, but also it's just sort of a, like a rando, like, yeah, that's a thing. Listen, man. Don't uh, be mad. You're ahead of the game. It's great I, news. I am I am pleased in the end uh, because mm-hmm. Korean food is really good uh, and Dwenjang Jjigae is really good and you should eat it. And it's not, there are some like any cuisine there are those areas where it's like oh they use tripe oh they you know they do this oh, or that yeah. right like that's not just korean food that's any 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 area um mm-hmm. and so you know there are their corners for the more adventurous eaters uh but but there's plenty of stuff that's like yeah that's just tofu or fish you know it might be different fish it might be like pollock maybe something you're not entirely familiar with but but yeah the the, the flavors are unique enough to be interesting but i don't think that's so far off the modern palette which includes sushi tacos and you know all kinds of stuff that yeah that 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 people can't uh adapt to it no really and there's easy. there are these kind of interesting like bulgogi is sort of like sweet and spicy yeah and yeah. kimchi like we were saying is both sour but also savory and then there's just like great textures like the little um fish cakes Oh, yeah. And chewy rice cakes. There is something about the chewiness oh of that that's just like my absolute favorite One of thing. my favorites is tteokbokki. Tteokbokki is just like round rice cakes uh, and a spicy red sauce and fish cakes. And oh. a little bit of kimchi in there. And some people put cheese and you can get it with other things. But it's just so good. And I I first ate it in Seoul. Um, 
And I was, it's just street food. You just go yeah. to a vendor on the street. And you're like, oh yeah, give me some tteokbokki and you eat it with a toothpick. <laughs> That's great. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a thing and I'm stoked about it. I'm glad it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yay. Good. You also, got I'm there. glad you nailed, you nailed, you noted it. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's true. Cause if you did, it would have been like, That's just your algorithm, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It make it's like no, it's really a thing. It's it's not it's not my own bias that I'm going to go to the Greenwood Cafe right after this and order their Dwenjang Jigae cuz it's so good. Exactly. It's not that. It's not that at all. <laughs> it's not that. Um my other thing is uh of the week. It probably won't stick around for very long. Uh it has the potential to be the like woman looking at the guy looking at the woman you know length yeah, of, of, of sure. memory uh mm-hmm. but it's the photo of a woman yelling in a man's ear while pointing out uh that is usually the alt text <laughs> that describes it uh and it's it's usually accompanied by something in all caps uh <laughs> so for instance uh there's an example from parallax stella so basically, Titanfall was ahead of ITS time, and if it had launched in 2021 or 2022, it would have done so well, because now you have major FPS games coming out with no campaigns, but Titanfall had the best movement in FPS mechanics because people didn't give it a proper chance. <laughs> or this one that was uh, sent along by our very own uh, producer, Rich Straffolino. So basically, Tom tuned out a shuttlecraft so that it could break the warp 10 threshold, and that allowed him to be everywhere in the universe at the same time. But traveling that fast caused Tom and Janeway to mutate into giant axolotls, and then they had babies. Oh, my God. Or my absolute favorite that I retweeted today from Charlotte Jones Voikless, who is the granddaughter of Madeline Langle. So I'm assuming that she wrote... A tesseract is not a tiny cube. It's the fifth dimension of a cube cubed and you could travel across space in an instant like the Camazots, but it's really hard to leave once you get there. <laughs> I actually saw one from uh Chris, uh aka Matsula, uh who works uh as a in the in the you know setting odds business in Las Vegas that was, you know, again, it's it's the woman leaning in, shouting in a guy's ear and pointing uh that was like, "So, what I do is I I bet on every single team at the beginning of the year uh and then when it gets close to the end, I bandwagon one of them and then tweet out uh the the receipt to make myself look like I'm a genius." Oh, that's hysterical. That is hysterical. Yeah, it's so funny. And it's funny because we've been actually sort of like talking about it all week um, because there's also a dude lecturing a woman version. Mm. And so it it has all become such a meme that we actually made three separate This Week in Startups fake album covers. <laughs> one of which nice. is this like little buff guy, like looks like, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan's number one fan, kind of like mansplaining to this poor girl who's cowering in a corner who's a lot taller than him and then there's this one of obviously this woman screaming this kid's ear at the festival and i was like this is literally our show just depending on the day it just yeah. we just switch it up depending. On- <laughs> 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 but, but this one is hit so hard somehow and it's just so amazing <laughs> You know, I didn't, oh, I never, didn't I'm find so glad the actual, you brought this today. Uh, I didn't find the actual know your meme on this and I I feel like maybe I should you might have to because is I feel like the person in the in the picture at, like commented on what she was doing. She's like, "Well, what I was actually doing it. Here's what I was actually saying." I mean, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
but mm-mm, oh no no, no. i was no fascinated i was like you never oh, get to hear from the people funny. in the meme so i'm like you really yeah, don't, what, what were it's you true. actually saying in there? i did i actually read an article the other day about the uh the the uh the ermagerd gersburps girl gave oh yeah yeah ermagerd gersburps and she was like the that picture was like meant to be a costume all along but it didn't matter because uh, the girl explaining Gers meme girl. first became popular on the Spanish language <laughs> internet. Uh, the oh, meme emerged and became highly popular in February, 2019. It's hmm. been kicking around, but it is just hit this week for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. The, I will say the tweets from this week that are on the know your meme page are hysterical such as, okay, so researchers, researchers say they have proof it was some bizarrely timed avalanche, but like no traces of an avalanche was found by rescuers. Right. Plus how do they explain the really traumatic injuries or the fact that two of them were found barefoot in only their underwear? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like from lost? Like what? Anyway, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it also is going by the name of bro girl and girl splaining girl splaining. Interesting. Oh, the uh, the original girl actually points out he was my boyfriend at the time and now he's my ex, (laughs) which no kidding. Yeah. Um, And she was just singing. I don't know. I'm looking to see what she said. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's very funny. The thing is, usually when you get to the explanation, it's like, oh, yeah, I I wasn't doing what it looks like I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to (laughs) know. Oh, I always want to know. I'm that, I'm I'm definitely the person who's like, ooh, what's well, the, what true. really happened? I'm curious, that's but it's always disappointing. Exactly. So it's just better not to know because it is. Hilarious. Never meet your heroes. So <laughs> it is possible. I would like to say that we are going to enter a dark time. Okay. And that dark time is, what if there are no things? No. What? There. That's it ridiculous it evidently is a thing there will always be things that we had a thingless summer well i think we have proven that wrong but go ahead i mean go ahead i would argue that also i was like uh we had lots of things for you if you Mm -hmm. were only looking Mm -hmm. but i do remember that you brought a song to it's a thing and said this could become the song of the summer i did and It did not. And in fact, no song arguably became the song of the summer. And there was a whole article. I have a theory on why, but carry on. Okay. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. And then I was reading and I had noticed, noted that and been like, yeah, I really thought that that, uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that, that Gangnam style guy song was going to be the song of summer, but it wasn't. And there wasn't really one. And then I was reading my morning brew newsletter this weekend, I think. And it said, um, New York magazine has declared that also unlike last summer when the Aperol spritz, and before that, the espresso mm. martini were the drink of the summer. That 2022 apparently also does not have a drink of the summer. There's no song. Mm-hmm. There's no drink. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure mm-hmm. there's a specific fashion thing other than not wearing shirts if you're ladies. But mm-hmm. like, is it is it a thing black hole? <sighs> a thing out. A thing out. A are, thing sabbatical, a are, thing sabbatical. Is this actually the singularity? Right. Where the things collapse into nothingness. When the singularity occurs, there are no things. Oh, no. What do we do? What path we rot? Uh, well, I we took a, them all. I have a theory on the th- on the song of the summer, and it might apply to the other things as well. So okay. hear me help. out. Help, help, help. There were too many songs this summer. 
Because no one had made any? Because everybody held their releases for so long. And then suddenly, everybody came out with a song. Everybody released an album. And everybody was like clamoring like, oh, people are back to, you know, going out and going to clubs and buying records. Let's, Let's finally put our thing out there. And so there was too much. And there was just no way for one thing to catch on. Yeah. I could actually see that being the case. That makes a lot of sense. And for the drink, it could be that everybody was just so happy to be able to go to a bar and not drink feel anything. like, you know, <laughs> they were watching their back the entire time that they were like, yeah, no, I'm just going to drink what I like. I'm not going to follow a trend. Well, and nobody had spent the prior six months like mixologying it up and trying to, you know, figure yeah. out what it was. Well, I also, though. This is a slightly darker theory related to okay. the song. All right. I wonder, because like, clearly no one listens to the radio. A lot of people are still remote only, so not commuting. A lot of people are commuting. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But a fair number of people are not. So there's not this sort of like drive time thing. Yeah. Radio is dying. Streaming just, you know, replaced cable. And so you're not hearing like songs in commercials the way that you used to, and mm-hmm. the the stuff you're getting fed is via your algorithm. You would think TikTok would create the song of the summer in that scenario, but right? You could also imagine that it wouldn't because mm-hmm. it's diffusing. Because everybody's getting a different song experience. of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's getting a different cocktail recipe. <laughs> like honestly, my song of the summer is that stupid thing where it's like dee 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 like the TikTok song that I hear in my nightmares because it's behind every dog video. Mm-hmm, that I like mm-hmm. to watch because that's all I watch. I, I, I have a corollary to that. Uh, I actually it might not even be a corollary. I'm not sure. I have another thought, uh, mm-hmm. possibly unrelated <laughs> entirely. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the one song that I know I've heard in lots of different situations is Harry Styles' "As It Was." Mm. You know mm-hmm. that song? Nope. Okay, so that that's that's a key key point. Although uh, I, bet it, I bet if I played it a little, you might recognize it. I might, yeah. Um, have you heard that new Harry Styles album? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. It is like number one on Billboard. It is okay. everywhere. The fact that you haven't heard it means one of two things: either you just missed it, or <laughs> there are no songs. I mean, you could be the most popular song in the world, and nobody hears it. Also, uh, literally, all I ever listen to is my awesome key changes playlist. Like I haven't heard new right? music, in which ages. which further goes to your point, right? Of mm-hmm. of, of people living in silos, uh, but. As it was is not what you would think of as a song of the summer. This is this is definitely one of the most popular songs out there right now, according to Billboard, and it's it's all over TikTok and everything. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like the cure. Oh. Exactly. But it's, that's yeah, that's never gonna not be a, a summer anthem. Song, that's just like a right? nice, like chillax. Maybe that's our mood. Is like, you know what we it's not there's no song in the summer because we're all bummed. <laughs> we Maybe just wanna show in the backyard much. and drink drink whatever the F we want. Right. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm having? A Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be fancy up in here. I just want a drink. And you know why I'm having it? Because the bottle was open. Right. Which is because you know what? Shit is hard. The end. Yeah. 
There, there was, there have been arguments. There have been sort of like uh, half-hearted arguments made that maybe it's about damn time by Lizzo. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yep. that doesn't really do it for me. It does not. The chorus is not separated. It's certainly from, the closest. It's the closest. Yeah, the fact that Beyonce's uh, "Break My Soul" did not <laughs> like just become a super bomb is very yeah. telling. I mean, I think you might be right that there's too much, and then TikTok is picking for you depending on who you are. It's a it's a confluence of it's so all it's of those confluence things, right? Of all these things, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fascinating. Well, I like that Harry Styles song. That was very curious. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to it. Um. So yeah, this is our last show because there are no more things. <laughs> it's so. been a great run, everyone. But there's wah, no wah. more things. Yes, there's no more things. No more things. Uh, stay tuned for our successor show. Nothing is a thing. <laughs> if only there were things. Yeah, it might look like this. Uh, we lie. We kid, of course. We jest because we you are out here spotting things for us galore feedback and it's a thing.me is where you can email us your things and you have and i'm so excited because we have a new patron tony just joined us on patreon Woo! and sent us a nice note said glad to be supporting you guys it was too loud but then i thought tony deserved it so i know exactly sorry tony we blew your drums out but it's all in love uh and said glad to be supporting you guys much love to you both thanks for doing what you do i got my Thing glasses on now. Yes. Very nice. Huh? Welcome, Tony. Yes. Uh, Manny has a new pet thing. Uh, hey, IAT team. This email nice. has been overdue on my part. Pets, the most eternal of things, but I have the next evolution. I'm sure we can all agree we're treating pets more and more like people. And now that extends to pronouns. In the before times, you see a cute new cat, ding, know if it's a boy or a girl, and ask, what's its name? But now I've been seeing it and a whole lot more their pets really just becoming little humans. So no it, whole lot more there related Aww. to pets. THD Manny. That's actually really sweet. I kind of like that. That's lovely. It's funny. Uh, I remember talking to uh, a woman. I mean, it's better than it. Uh, maybe like before, it was pre-pandemic. So probably, you know, three years ago. Uh and and they called Sawyer a girl, and I was like, "Ah, eh, he's a boy, but he doesn't care. <laughs> he's open about his pronouns." And she laughed, and you know, but yeah, maybe it's uh, it's time to just be like, "Yeah, it's just a dog." I guess unless you're breeding them, then it's important to know. <laughs> right, there are times when it probably matters, and times when it really does not. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. or if they're not fixed, then it's yeah. Because like, if you do encounter vet, someone out in the world, and you're like. Oh, he, and then they're like, she, it always feels weird anyway. Cause it's like, I mean, it well, is that's, a dog. that's the weird thing. It really about doesn't pets, matter. Though, so you right? might as well just go with they. Because it's sex and gender, right? Se- the, 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 you know, sex of the, of the dog is important for health reasons, but we really don't know what the gender of the dog is. Cause they can't tell us. Right. <laughs> Bless. Um, love it. Alan and the king. And by the way, Manny also sent in a picture of, of his super cute cat. Oh, super cute. So. Keep the pet pictures coming. Love that. Darren wrote in with an email that uh, actually off the rip, I'm quoting from Rich there because I've never heard that phrase before, but I love it. And I'm stealing it. Uh, thought it was spam and says, thank you all three for a fantastic podcast. I wish to offer a thing that I'm seeing on Instagram. I am finding that some of the people I follow have completely removed pictures and only have reels. I am unfollowing them as they no longer give me what I want. The fact that Instagram has totally screwed over its original base 
has been talked about on other podcasts. I'm surprised that people have been so are so sheepy that they're just like, oh, okay, I guess I have to do reels now. I guess all we're doing is reels, so I better reel it up. Well, it, it's one man sheepy is a, another person's. Uh, this is the, how I make my money. I guess depends. Well, on- I was going to say. I, like, I'm not trying to be out here making money on Instagram. I can't even get them to verify me, but they keep sending me these pop-ups that are like, did you know you can make money on your reels? And I'm like, do I want to make money on my reels? I mean, I don't know. Do I? Do no. I? Can I? Yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. I can sort of, they're, they're basically bribing people, Darren. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and Darren, yeah. uh, you are well within your rights to, to unfollow if you don't like that content anymore. Uh, and that will send a message to Instagram, I guess. Uh, Alan in the kingdoms united with a new bike thing. Hey, Tom, Molly and rich. I can't remember if you mentioned these on the show before, but I had a coincidence today that makes me want to thing check ready for a thing check. Molly ready thing check. I am ready. Check ready. Had a brief excursion into the real world today and was overtaken by not one, but two cyclists on really fat tires, not the beer. (laughs) The actual time. The ones mm-hmm. for sand and snow only. I wouldn't know where to find the nearest bit of sand to here. And snow seems very unlikely in the midst of the Met Office's current amber extreme heat warning. <laughs> Thinking back, I think I've seen a couple of these around before. I just can't work out why. Have people decided that if cycling for exercise, they should make the rolling resistance as high as possible for the best workout? Can this really be a thing? Loving the show as always. Keep up the great work, Alan. So I don't know that much about bikes. I'm not a bike person, but I have seen the fat tires. I didn't know that they were, that there was more resistance. I sort of thought they might be all electric bikes with fat tires, but I have definitely, I can at least confirm that even though I don't know why it's a thing, it's like for sure a thing. So these are different than just like a fixie, right? Oh, very. Yeah. Like they, they're like a half a quarter to half, a third to half the width of a car tire. Like well fat. spotted Allen. Yeah. Good one. Good mm. one. So if anybody out there is a bike expert and can tell us why I have too many hills for that kind of thing. And I don't understand. THD Shannon K wrote in with summer thing, random things and bullpen feedback. Maybe nice. she's got a song in the summer. Um, she says, all right, I noticed this thing back in April meant to write in about it sooner. Hopefully this makes it to you while there's still some summer left. The thing is swimsuits with sleeves. Mm. When I started shopping for bathing suits to take my kids to the beach during spring break, I noticed that some had sleeves. This went beyond the rash guard top. I saw one-piece suits with sleeves, both short and long. I was really sold on this as a thing when I saw a bikini with cute little puffed sleeves that seemed purely decorative. Hmm. When I did go to the beach with my family, I saw a few little girls wearing swimsuits with sleeves. Fascinating. I can tell you that this summer I bought not one but two UV shirts. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have to do that. So maybe it's well, like that, a- that's where I was going with this is like, oh, maybe people are just, you know, more concerned with health and the sun. But a bikini with decorative sleeves doesn't care about your health or the sun. So, yeah. yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she says, I'm now wondering if this is related to the statement sleeve thing, oh, yeah. which could Good be point. one or the other. Mm-hmm. She says also half sticks of butter. I'm not sure if it's a thing, but I thought everyone should know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of half sticks of butter. They are amazing. the anti Pauladine world. Digression, she says. You may also like to know that Bluey season two is season three is now on Disney Plus. Good to know. And then she says, just before listening to your bullpen, I just kind of want Shannon to be my best friend. Like she knows everything. And then says, just before listening to your bullpen episode, I saw a book riot Instagram post about 
dark academia yes. and I didn't know what it was. And now I do. And then she says, could it Lottie be some kind of latte? And then finally, I had a friend who held mason jar salad making parties in the 2016 range. And beige on beige, she says, is I think related to the matching set trend. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Shannon Kay. Ooh. You know, you don't have to defend your THD anymore, but no. we love it when you do. Exactly. It is a true, she is a compendium yeah. of things. Right. A true compendium. My son told me, by the way, okay, one, I think Italy was Italy. Okay. Because I think that I knew a crap ton of people who went to Italy on summer uh, vacation. And then I was sense. just out to dinner with some friends and she, some, these friends had been to Greece mm -hmm. over the summer. And she's like, I feel like everyone I know went to Greece, except actually more people, everybody else went to Italy. Mm. So I was like, maybe I really did mean Italy. Maybe, maybe you just meant just Italy. There. Yeah. That would make know. sense. Would and make I can sense. see it, Italy after a dinner. The, and so then I finally found and bought a beige on beige kind of tracksuit set from Athleta. Mm. And then my son told me it came from Kanye. Beige on beige. Okay. The beige on beige tracksuit. Yeah. So there you go. Pretty much. I'm awesome. Uh, Brian, with a follow-up on a car thing. On the latest episode, you mentioned new old cars. Just this week, Ford announced that they would be offering a heritage edition for the new Bronco, which makes it more look more like the original Bronco. This is the Bronco that uh, my fellow students, basketball players at the University of Illinois were accused of getting as inducements for playing basketball at the University of Illinois. <laughs> that's exactly what those Broncos look. They remind me of when I see that. That's amazing. Oh, that's incredible. I love it. And then uh, finally, Alex wrote in with a TikTok thing and he had us at Foucault. Hey, he had Rich at Foucault. Let's be real here. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. That's Rich, Rich is writing intros that are in his voice. Now. He just straight up is. He's like, you know what? I'm just talking to you guys. I'm talking directly to the fans exactly. here. He's like, I'm cutting out the middle people. <laughs> hey, Rich, Tom and Molly, I'm emailing about a TikTok trend and overall life changing force that is Bama Rush Talk. As the name might indicate, it centers on the rushing process for sororities at the University of Alabama, which takes place during a week in August before the official start of classes. Mm -hmm. Last year saw the birth of Rush Talk with videos mainly focused on the OOTD's outfits of the days of PNMs, potential new members in Rush vernacular, that heavily featured previously noted things such as shine, but also seemingly Southern sorority-specific staples such as the Pants Store and Love Shock Fancy. This year, however, Rush Talk has hugely expanded. Mm. Not only have we seen the expected diversification of videos into the realm of political pandering, see Pennsylvania gubernatorial candidate Josh Shapiro's video talking about what's in his rush bag, the oversized bag often in the Longchamp ancillary thing, family, used for carting essentials from house to house. This is like a Fordo level email, by the way. No kidding. But also... We have seen Rush Talk veer into less expected directions, such as those videos noting its connection to camp culture. See notes on, see also the wildly underwhelming 2019 Met Gala theme, or examining it through a lens of Foucauldian analysis and the panopticon. In short, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> uh, Bravo, Alex. Bravo. I can't tell That's if a thesis. this is just uh, Alex expertly describing a TikTok thing or if it's bigger than that. It feels bigger than that to it me. Might it be feels like a social that, right? thesis. Yeah. Of the all encompassing. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We also got car camping confirmation things from Chip from Humid Boston and Mike in the Snow. So thank you. Thing firmed. Thing firmed. Ding, ding, ding. 
And now, friends, it's time for our favorite part of the show. Week after week, the shout outs. You, dear patrons who support us at the shout out level, get your own custom artisanal handcrafted shout outs by producer Rich for us to read this week's in a only slightly timely fashion are based on a description of fireworks. Just in time for Labor Day. Just in time for Labor Day. (laughs) Rich does note in the notes. Yes, he does. Yes, I should have done this before July 4th. But you know what? I don't care because I love fireworks. Fireworks are for all year long. All year long. Oh, look. West Bay Star says uh, it's fireworks season in Japan. So there you go. You're just (gasps) just catering to a worldwide audience, Rich. Yay. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Here we go, patrons. Here we go. Get ready for the ride of your life. This Morris Jones take you, takes you on a journey with brocade crown, silver chrysanthemum, tiger tails, fish, palm trees, whistle, and color peonies. Unite the kingdoms with banners of blue, red, green. This fanned Benjamin Forest will wow the crowds with chrysanthemums, colored pearls, wide silver sprays, intense crackle, popcorn, and a crackling finish. Here, Lee Prices scream with this intense fountain. Starting with a super loud scream, this patron <laughs> offers a full spectrum of performances, including silver fountain, pine needles, strobes, spring flowers, whistles, various colors of pearls, and a loud, crisp tie crackle finale. Our most popular patron for weddings is now available in simple, elegant packaging. Place Kevin's sill at each table, hand them out to guests, and get ready to take amazing wedding pictures. Stand up and salute as Eric Duncan carpets the sky. Red, white, and blue mines lead up to booming breaks of red, white, and blue. Why settle for a short-term fix? Get five minutes of Jake Woods in each stick. Great for daytime use or nighttime use with strobes or fountains. (laughs) Nine huge professional breaks of the mother of all patron effects, Gabrielle Cohen. One of the toughest effects to create in display patrons is now available in a consumer. Might as well face it, you are addicted to Laura Abel. Nine big loud shots of falling brocade crown with multicolor falling leaves. An outstanding combination of effects. 24K Miranda Janelle is in the air as nine deafening shots of gigantic long-lasting brocades with gold strobes completely fill the sky. If you want the biggest, baddest, and loudest of them all, you need Miranda Giselle. <laughs> Unleash your ultimate potential with this action-packed rapid-fire barrage of 115 fanned crackling color comets, mines, whistles, and a colorful strobing Andrew Bradley. Nothing could stand up to the mythical power of Joe Hood until now. Hide your kids. Hide your skyscrapers from these pastel (laughs) shots of purple, yellow, and blue. (laughs) An amazing patron that's a staff favorite. This 500-gram Louis St. Amour sounds like a Gatling gun as he fires a zigzagging onslaught of blue tails blitzing across the sky with an incendiary display of purple stars and green flying fish. (gasps) Big shots of bright pink dahlias that fire one at a time. One of the most requested colors. These dahlias are with pink and perfect for a Mike Aikens reveal. Frighten the neighbors with a James C. Smith that terrorizes with zigzagging color pearls to whistling, crackling, and ends with walls of brocade and crackle. It, uh, it angers me 
that an actual <laughs> firework display says frighten the neighbors and uh, and as we all know in parentheses <laughs> unwritten is dog oh i'm so mad oh. i am mad ray Perfect. is mad from mike aiken's reveal don't you dare uh but this is this was an excellent excellent shout out this, is the, this was a, a star spangled shout out rich straffolino well done bravo and bravo to all of you who support us at any level and make sure we just keep doing this show week after week because it's the best part of the week patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can join your fellow patrons but we're happy to have you no matter what you can email us your things and you should just use feedback at it's a thing dot me email it's a time-honored tradition use it <laughs> see you next week bye Politicians. 